1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The White House is criticizing Democrats for issuing subpoenas about contacts with Ukraine. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton has more on the story. After a week of fast-moving developments, House Democrats demanded documents from the White House as they pursue an impeachment inquiry. Presidential Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham derided the subpoena as coming from a Democratic kangaroo court. A separate subpoena requested extensive documents concerning Vice President Pence and his contacts with Ukraine. A VP spokeswoman said, given the wide scope of the subpoena, it does not appear to be a serious request. Greg Clugston, Washington. Police say two men opened fire inside a bar in Kansas City, Kansas, early Sunday, killing four people and wounding five others, and a shooting believed to have stemmed from an earlier dispute. Authorities are searching for the gunman. More details at srnnews.com. It's obvious now. We are in the middle of a war for America's soul. It is a culture war, and we must win it. We need more warriors to take up this fight. So right now, this radio station is looking for a few good warriors. Go to our website right now and look for the banner Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year Award. There are six finalists named there, and we're going to ask for your vote for one of them. Vote now for Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year Award. Just go to our website, am1280thepatriot.com. Dennis Prager and Larry Elder are teaming up for a powerful evening of identifying the key threats to our country. So join them for the War for America Soul Tour at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington on Tuesday, October 22nd, and then visit am12athepatriot.com to reserve your seats. And this event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. A good Sunday afternoon, Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. High of 61, sunny skies, chance of isolated showers. We've got Hour 2 Brad Carlson Show right now. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd uh, like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our Facebook page a like if you haven't done so already. We would appreciate all the support. Kind of just as an aside, I wanted to bring it up just because it, it, it came to my mind, and given my age, it could easily leave my mind and forget to bring it up at all. Uh, I actually partook in uh, some very good food yesterday from a very valued sponsor. Yes, the Rack Shack Barbecue. Rack Shack Barbecue. Yeah. And I did have the Patriot Burger. Uh, How was it? Oh, fantastic. What comes on it again? It was, uh, well, this particular burger, it had uh, uh, pickles, cheese, bacon, and you could 
decide between a uh, egg bun, egg flavored bun, or Ooh. just a plain bun. Ooh. Fries are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my wife had a uh, m- my wife had some uh, genuine. Bar- I forget what she had. Some genuine barbecue though. I mean, nice. Uh, and it was uh, I think it was a brisket. Ooh. Not 100% sure, but, uh, yeah, a friend of the broadcast, uh, Peter Johnson, uh, took my wife and I uh, shooting yesterday at nice. a range nearby. And the range doesn't uh, doesn't have a sponsorship with us, so I don't want to call out their name, but the Rack Shack Barbecue right across the street from the radio station here. And, you know, the Patriot Burger, this is this is, this is is unbelievable. Tw- the, for the meal, $12.80. Hmm. Genius. Wonder why. Genius, yes. That, uh, <laughs> why not nine eighty? Why not fourteen forty? Uh, right, why not fifteen seventy? Right. Well, hmm. you know, if uh, I'm telling you this, and of course, it's uh, the proprietors, uh, Keith Hintner, of course, uh, the Hintner Group. You can hear Real Estate Chalk Talk preceding my show every Sundays from noon to one. Uh, get some val- very valuable uh, information regarding the real estate market. Uh, did I don't think Keith was there yesterday. I didn't ask for him, but... Uh, Right up there in the menu, they have our logo, AM1280, the Patriot, and then the Patriot Burger. Oh, it's fantastic. Nice. And so uh, glad I finally got to indulge. And yeah, they're a sponsor of ours. I, I obviously would recommend them for, for that reason alone, but it's darn good food. Yeah. I'm going back. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, I'm, we're, I'm definitely going back. And uh, I usually like to do that on a Saturday show, because Saturday is I could get down here earlier, because um, you know, I, I come... Uh, you know, have church on Sundays, and then you know I jet down here after church and have a little something to eat real quick, and then get ready for the show. So there isn't as much time. But when there is more time, like on a Saturday, I could probably take advantage of it. So, uh, yeah, fantastic, and I'm glad I finally got the opportunity to. Go. Apropos, not much, but I at least wanted to mention that uh, I am taking advantage, as Nick Anderson says, of our loyal marketing partners. And the Rack Shack Barbecue is one of those uh, fantastic food. Uh, is that is that the is that the chef's kiss? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Good. that is that was good stuff. So, all right. Well, back to it. Hey, did, are you going to the Trump rally this week, uh, Jason? No, this uh, Thursday. I'm not either. I don't go to political rallies of any kind. Yeah, I'm I, just I'm not that into it. That's fine. I, I um, when George W. Bush was in town back during his 2004 reelection campaign, I think I went to two or three of his rallies. I remember Vice President Cheney was in town as well. Got to, actually got to shake his hand. You know, he goes out and mingles with the crowd yeah. and you know, reaches out and shakes hands. Of course, the Secret Service yeah. was right there. Of course, of watching course. very steely eyed and focused, making sure everything was on doing the their jobs. Up. Yeah. So um, I think I did, did go. I think I'm, I'm remembering uh, this a little bit vaguely. I think I did go to a Bush event at the X. Okay. Uh, back, I get. I'm assuming this was 2003, 2004 ish. I think. I know he was here uh, in. Gosh, when was it? It seems to me he was in town in 2002, the midterm elections, because he was stumping on behalf of Norm Coleman, who was running for U.S. Senate. Right. And of course. Uh, I think Paul Wellstone, incumbent center Paul Wellstone, was still alive and, of course, was tragically killed in the plane crash shortly thereafter. And so, again, um, or maybe it was just after Wellstone passed. I don't remember. I think I remember them talking about Wellstone, so I think it was after the the crash. Because, obviously, I don't know how much of a shot Norm Coleman would have had had Wellstone still been with us because he was a popular incumbent. Um, I, I don't know. But the point is, yeah, he was at the X in 2002, and... He was all, and my wife and I went to rally summer 2004 at the X. So he's been there for presidential rally as well as on stumping on behalf of Norm Coleman, who ended up winning that 2002 Senate race against Walter Mondale. So, ah, yes, blast from the past. Fun. Well, I bring up the Trump rally because he is going to be in town this Thursday uh, at Target Center. 
And the Trump campaign has been laser-focused on winning Minnesota ever since they came within one-and-a-half points in 2016. Now, I'm I'm skeptical, borderline cynical, that a Republican presidential candidate will ever win this state. And Trump, I get it. He's getting a lot of outstate support, particularly from the Iron Range, you know, who are typically Republican or Democrat voters. Mining communities. But the mining community has definitely flourished, or at least made a comeback uh, in the era of Trump. And there was even, uh, I think it was CNN that was in one of the small uh, Iron Range communities talking to a guy where he votes straight ticket Democrat, except for president. Trump is his guy. So uh, who's to say? I'm, again, skeptical that it'll happen, but facts are what they are. The Trump campaign is going hard trying to win Minnesota. And so he will be here this Thursday for a... uh, For a rally. Well, um, as you can expect, Minneapolis, being a far-left city, uh, did not take too kindly to the announcement that Trump was going to visit. Now, obviously, uh, there are going to be a lot of enthusiastic Trump supporters wearing their MAGA hats, and MAGA hats are uh, triggers, you know, some leftists, which even, even if it's just a red hat, the same kind of color red hat, but it's not actually a Make America Great Again hat. People still get a little get a little jittery. And uh, uh, Mash Teray of, of Black Guns Matter, uh, he has a he he's not. I don't think he's a Trump supporter by any stretch of the imagination. But he has a hat, red hat, and it says on there, you know, uh, relax, idiots. It's just a bleeping hat. <laughs> so as people get closer, they see, you know, or someone will have a red hat on and says, "Major, look," you know, that sort of thing. Well. Uh, I bring this up, the Trump visit, because um, the officials who represent Minneapolis were not very uh, complimentary uh, towards Trump's visit. Uh, Ilhan Omar, who, of course, represents the 5th Congressional District, the lion's share of which is the city of Minneapolis, uh, responded to the news uh, Thursday with a statement addressed to Trump. Our beautiful state welcomes everyone with open arms, but to be clear, we will continue to reject your campaign of lies and bigotry. And, you know, i that's not a totally unfair statement. She's at least saying, yeah, you're welcome here, but we're, we're going to reject, we're not rejecting you, but we're rejecting your message. Now, she may have been a little blunt in talking about Trump's message, and I don't, you can decide whether that's a fair assessment or not, but, you know, she's at least saying we're rejecting the message, but not you. Uh, also, officials, this is from a Star Tribune story, officials in Minneapolis were clicked Uh, Quick to blast the visit, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry said he would typically welcome a visit from a sitting president, but Trump's actions have been reprehensible and his rhetoric has made it clear he does not value the perspectives or rights of Minneapolis's diverse community. You mean uh, because he opposes sanctuary cities? You know, people who harbor those breaking the law? That that may be what Mayor Fry is referring to? I don't know. Uh, our city will stand not behind the president, but behind the communities and people who continue to make our city and this country great, Fry said. While there is no legal mechanism to prevent, prevent the president from visiting, his message of hatred will never be welcome in Minneapolis. Uh, how about the messages that are being delivered in broad daylight in downtown Minneapolis of vulnerable adults who are getting attacked uh, unprovoked? 
How, how about that? How, how about those messages? I want to uh, consider addressing those particular messages there, Mayor Fry. Uh, City Council President Lisa Bender echoed Fry's statement, saying Trump's hate is not welcome in our community, but we cannot stop the visit. I know this event will cause stress and fear, you know, or triggered. Uh, the city will do all we can and ask for support in keeping everyone safe. Well, here's here's the first thing. Uh, those who are lining up to get into the Trump rally, um, they're not going to be going and seeking out any issues. They just want to go in and support the the president, who who they support. Okay? So um, maybe, just maybe, uh, you might want to keep the uh, triggered far-left progressive, violent progressives uh, from attacking them, because that's where the problem's going to be, I have a feeling. And again, far be it for me to defend Trump. In fact, um, I, I've got my issues with some of the things that he said this past week that I'll cover the next segment. But these people should be allowed to safely enter a rally, okay? And if they're wearing the red hats, that they're going to be probably accosted physically by uh, anti-Trump people. So I'm just saying that I don't think the Trump supporters are going to cause an issue. There will be a few of them, though. Yeah. There will. There always is, no matter, even if Trump wasn't the president, even if if this was the most vanilla Republican president of all time, there would still always be those people out there. We do want to take a call on line one. Vincent from St. Paul. Vincent, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome. Well, thank you very much and welcome. Thank you for that book. I haven't opened it up yet and started reading, but I was going to, when I get a chance, you know, because he was around during the time I was coming back from the service and all. Yeah, congratulate. I didn't get a chance to talk to you on the air last week, Vincent. Congratulations. Uh, Vincent won a copy of The Hummelsheim Kid by former Twin City sportscaster Tom Ryder, who was on the show last week. So, yes, congratulations to you for winning it, Vincent. Well, thank you. I got lucky. You know, I was the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, you, you did good. You did good. We appreciate it. The Commander-in-Chief of the United States of America represents all Americans, whether they, who, even like during World War II or before, you know, when there were things going on in Europe, some Americans supported the Nazis, and he represented them also, unless they got into, you know, doing things against the government, then you know, they paid the price. So I thought I'd just throw that in there. He represents everybody. In Minneapolis, he represents, you know, the mayor's viewpoint, including in St. Paul and Mayor Carter. But there's people that don't agree with those people. And I think of them, them people there, they deal with us. And those are the people that are sitting in Siberia. I'll just leave it at that because Siberia was under the Soviet Union. And everybody, hopefully everybody knows what kind of people those were. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Vincent. We appreciate it. That, uh, I was to say that's, a, that's a, uh, a leap from Minneapolis to Siberia, but given the weather that's coming up in a couple of months, maybe it isn't so much. I uh, only have a couple of minutes left, so I do want to end with this. There was a response, an op-ed response uh, to uh, Mayor Fry and City Council President Lisa Bender's comments about Trump, where it says uh, they should not only recognize that they represent all Minneapolis residents, uh, it's not just those who support their party or preferred candidates or office holders. Trump's rallies, oh, 
nearly always attract large, enthusiastic crowds, including in Minnesota. The Minneapolis rally will be the president's fourth visit to the state in the past 16 months. He attended a tax day event in Burnsville in April, visited Duluth and Rochester in 2018. The Rochester event drew an estimated 11,000 people. Trump narrowly lost Minnesota in 2016 and has vowed to win the state in 2020. His campaign strategists know that the news media coverage of his Minnesota visits is also closely followed in western Wisconsin counties that helped him capture the state in 2016, and the Minneapolis rally will no doubt attract attendees from surrounding states. Under a national spotlight, Fry and Bender had an opportunity to to rise above partisan politics and showcase Minneapolis as a welcoming community, even for those with whom they disagree. It's a shame they chose to convey a different message. Well, that's some pretty harsh words coming from the Senator of the American Experiment, but given that's a right-wing think tank, you would expect them to make statements like that, except that wasn't the Senator of the American Experiment. That was the Star Tribune editorial board that made those comments that I just conveyed. So uh, Blind Squirrel finds an acorn every once in a while. So kudos to the Star Tribune editorial board for that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Have you heard about ImplantMiracle.com? It's the local dental office where beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 per tooth. Why is that such a big deal? Because when many other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth, our price, as low as $2,499 per tooth, is a great, great deal. Plus, at ImplantMiracle.com, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free. And if you don't have all of the money on hand right now, come in to see us anyway, because in most cases, we can provide very easy, very convenient payment options to fit your budget. So please, please do not overpay for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, where dental implants are affordable. You're going to love the way they look and feel in your mouth. For more information, please see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com with the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. 
They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style, and you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My 3 Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Do we have another caller on line one? Dom from Maple Grove. Dom, go ahead. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, hi, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, in my opinion, what Trump did came real close to high crimes and misdemeanors. He won. And that, gentleman is an impeachable offense. <laughs> That is the problem a lot of people are having. Yes. So, you know, I mean, I guess they're, the, 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 the establishment, I mean, forget the Democrats and Republicans. My, I'm, I'm, my wife and I have got tickets. We're going to go to the rally. I, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't have a lot of, I mean, I don't worship him. But I do like the guy because a lot of the, most of the time he says something and he does it. And the way he delivers it is a little rough on the edges. Mm-hmm. But compared to what some of these Democrats like Keith Ellison and Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, she's telling T-shirts, says, you know, you be the MFR. Yes. And compared to all of that crap, Trump's words are like snow with a little dirt mixed in. So, you know, if he does get impeached, I'm going to end up voting for a criminal in 2020. That's the way I look at it. And this is the problem we're having because... The way he's going about this thing, a lot of people are afraid for their future livelihood. That is basically the, the, the lobbyists and all of these people. Hey, this guy comes in out of nowhere, no political experience, and he's rocking the boat. We can't have that. Think about all the Republicans that are keeping quiet, saying nothing about it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm you know, frustrated about. So not that I, he's, the guy is perfect. We haven't had somebody that's rocking the boat like this in many, many years. And look at look at Minnesota's uh, unemployment. It is plummeting. I think I'm thinking last time it was like three point five or something like that. Sure. Nobody is talking about it. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're exactly right. Because if if they tout positive news for uh, for Trump, obviously yeah. that only strengthens your real life. There's a there, yeah. There's a purpose behind that, Don. We all know that. Yeah, and I, I think look at look at I, I I just I'm amazed that how coordinated the media is in. In, in, in diluting his message and not coming out with the good news. They all must be talking to each other. They must be on an 800 line. Hey, guys, what do you want to do today? How are you going to talk? How are you going to tackle this good news? Turn it into something stupid. And that's, you know, uh, he, he calls some fake news stuff. You know, in the beginning, I was like, you know, he's just making fun of that. The more you read, and I get my news sources, multiple sources, and that's the problem I'm having with the whole, uh, you know, big, big news organizations. And I'm glad we have alternative medium to, to sure. counter that. 
Appreciate the call, Dom. Thank you. And uh, you're, you're a great American. Obviously, uh, he, he, he said he doesn't agree with everything that uh, Trump says or does, but yet he's still willing to go see his president and, uh, you know, listen to what he has to say. And I think more Americans should do that. Maybe go to uh, attend some rallies, functions, what have you, where the person speaking you don't agree with, but you want to sit and indulge and find out you know, why they think the way they do or why they believe what they believe. Keep your friends closer, but your enemies even closer than that. So, uh, yeah, I, I do want to weigh in real quick on uh, Trump. He and Mitt Romney had a war of words. And, you know, Mitt Romney, since he's been elected as senator of Utah, he's n- he's not been afraid to speak out against President Trump. And people dismiss it as, well, Romney just wants approval of a media that torpedoed his presidential campaign in 2012 or you know, he's a typical rhino that wants to get crumbs from media. He's in the motif of McCain and wants the media to love him. And he's just shocked, shocked when the media turns against him. And uh, I don't know Mitt Romney personally, obviously, but I don't believe that to be the case. I believe Mitt is a very principled person, says what he believes, believes what he says. You can argue the substance of what he says and say he's wrong, and that's fine. But I believe he's a convicted politician. And uh, this is from a political story talking about a tweet Romney put out where Romney said, by all appearances, the president's brazen and unprecedented appeal to China and Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden is wrong and appalling. When the only American citizen President Trump singles out for China's investigation is his political opponent in the midst of the Democratic nomination process, it it strains credulity to suggest that it is anything other than politically motivated. Well, of course, Trump is very thin-skinned, and whenever there's any criticism against him, he's going to respond. So he took to Twitter. He had, a, he had quite the tweet storm yesterday, and, and whenever Romney criticizes him, he posts a video of Romney, a montage of 2012 election night of Romney going down to defeat and Romney you know, being all crestfallen and having to call President Obama to congratulate him on his uh, re-election. Well, Trump put out a tweet storm. Couple, I'll just read a couple of tweets. Mitt Romney never knew how to win. He is a pompous, <clears throat> I'll say, arse, who has beginning, who has been fighting me from the beginning, except when he beg, begged me for my endorsement for his Senate run. I gave it to him. Um, I don't think that's true. I don't recall Trump endorsing Romney for Senate. Don't recall it at all. I'll have to fact check that. But whatever the president says, you have to fact check a lot. And when he begged me to be Secretary of State, I didn't give it to him. He is also he is so bad for ours. Somebody please make up wake up Mitt Romney and tell him that my conversation with the Ukrainian president was a congenial and very appropriate one. Well, no one's denying that it was congenial. That may have been part of the problem. Okay, it was too congenial, uh, but appropriate. Again, the transcript kind of says otherwise. Uh, and my statement on China pertained to corruption, not politics. If Mitt worked this hard on Obama, he could have won. Sadly, he choked. Well, there's a lot of factors in Mitt Romney losing. Obviously, there was a coordinated media against him. There's no doubt about it. Uh, President, you know, it's the power of incumbency. Obama had that. But Trump's advantage, he was running against Hillary, a perennial corruptocrat. Okay, so it's not it's not even in the same stratosphere. Trump gets credit where credit is due. He won, despite the fact he seemed like he was trying to lose at every step of the way, but he won. So the point is, is that the president is not substantively, never substantively answers criticisms. He just lashes out on Twitter. And, and of course, his uh, surrogates and his lapdog, 
the president's surrogates and lapdogs go after Mitt Romney. So, well, you know, this Mitt's just doing this for media attention. Doesn't he remember that they torpedoed him? And, you know, I will say that Mitt Romney is getting strange new respect from the same people who went after, who said that he, uh, that his uh, slashing health care at his companies caused resulted in a woman not being able to get care for cancer, and therefore she died because Mitt Romney deprived her of health care, health insurance. Or the fact he kept his dog on a carrier atop his station wagon when he was driving on a family vacation. Okay, Or he uh, gave a student when he was in high school, bullied a student, and gave him a funny haircut as a prank. Okay, This was the garbage that was thrown at Mitt Romney in 2012. And Mitt Romney... That there was worse things said about Mitt Romney that weren't true, okay? Harry Reid said he didn't pay, pay taxes for 10 years. The media didn't bat an eye, all right? But all of a sudden, when Donald Trump starts ripping Mitt Romney, oh, it's an outrage to go after a decent man like this, okay? These same media people are revising history. It'd be Again, I've said it many times in this very microphone. It would be one thing if this leftist media, pardon the redundancy, came out and said, you know what? We probably should have just stuck to the issues in 2012 because there was a distinction between Obama and Romney. We should have just stuck to the issues instead of going after Mitt Romney. But you know what? No, they don't even do that. They want to revise history. Say, well, Mitt Romney was always a decent man. Really? Go back and look at some of the things you were saying about him in 2012. So this is, this is what frustrates me more than anything is this re- revision of history because you hate Trump and Trump goes after Romney well, you got to pick sides against Trump, so it's Romney. Well, we always thought Romney was a decent guy. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So quit lying. Quit revising history. You didn't. And here's the thing. Mitt Romney will likely be senator of Utah longer than Trump will be president, okay, if I had to make a prediction. So you, I, can, I disagree with some of the policy stances of Mitt Romney, and there are times he criticizes the president out of the blue, which I don't know what he's trying to achieve. But this idea that he's doing it, trying to curry favors with the media, has no basis in reality. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Napa know-how. Why should you buy a 99-cent Napa bag? Because it's no ordinary bag. It can save you 20% on three or more items you can fit inside. Some call that magic. Others say it's the eighth wonder of the world. But whatever it is, it's the best way to save you 20% on brakes, filters, wipers, and more. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start 
and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show, with any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we obviously want to address the uh, articles of impeachment that... Uh, have been uh, introduced recently, and obviously it's been a, pretty much the headlines in every uh, newspaper around the country for the past uh, week or two, specifically uh, regarding Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky and the uh, president's conversation uh, back in July. The House Democrats feel that's an impeachable offense, and uh, they are uh, constructing an impeachment inquiry as we speak. And we wanted to get more in-depth in in it, and uh, we are honored at this time to be joined uh, by John Malcolm. John is the Vice President for the Institute for Constitutional Government and Director of the Mies Center for Legal and Judicial Studies via the Heritage Foundation. Definitely want to talk impeachment as well as his most recent piece, a terrific piece that you're going to want to look up on the Federalist Society entitled Impeaching Donald Trump, a Game of Political High Stakes Poker. Uh, John Malcolm, an honor to have you on the program today, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to be with you. I want to uh, get to your piece in a little bit, uh, John Malcolm, but before we do that, uh, uh, ever since the articles of impeachment were started, or Speaker Pelosi indicated that they were going to go that route with the articles of impeachment, there's been a lot of banding about about what it entails, and it seems a history lesson might be in order, particularly uh, people saying that President Nixon was impeached, whereas Bill Clinton was not. Turns out it's the exact opposite, John Malcolm. So if you could kind of maybe give us a Cliff Notes version of what it entails, we'd appreciate that. Sure. So impeachment is a process that's laid out in the Constitution for removing a, a, a president, vice president, or other civil officer. So that could be a cabinet member. Usually it applies to federal judges who otherwise are lifetime 
uh, tenured. Uh, it, require, it says that somebody can be removed for office for treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. That is not a term that is defined by the Constitution, but it's been interpreted through practice to mean anything that is a very serious criminal offense or a gross abuse of office. The House of Representatives is the body that impeaches somebody. Uh, it only takes a majority of the House of Representatives to right. approve an article of impeachment. Right. Impeachment does not mean, once somebody is impeached, it does not mean that they are automatically removed from office. Right. It's akin to the charges in an indictment that you know, still have to be proven at trial. House members are appointed as impeachment managers, if you will, the prosecutors, and a trial takes place in the Senate. The Senate controls its own rules and standards, and it takes two-thirds of the senators, 67 of them, to remove somebody from office. Over our nation's history, uh, 19 people have been impeached. 17 of them had trials in the Senate. Eight were convicted. Another two resigned uh, during the trial. Mm -hmm. Two presidents have been impeached. Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton, right. both of them were acquitted at trial, so the, the requisite two-thirds of senators did not vote to convict them. Andrew Johnson survived by one vote. Bill Clinton, uh, 45 voters, senators voted to convict on one charge, 50 on the other, but it took 67, so he had plenty of room to spare when he was sure. uh, acquitted. Richard Nixon was not, in fact, impeached. The House Judiciary Committee approved articles of impeachment. Those then went to the full House for the House to vote on them. A bunch of very influential congressmen and senators went to the president and said, look, the votes are there to impeach you, sure. and the votes are there to convict you, and he chose instead to resign, and that uh, stopped the whole process. Yeah, we appreciate the insights and the uh, and the history lesson on that, uh, John Malcolm, because uh, obviously some very important distinctions of uh, what have gone on in uh, in our history. So, I guess we'll fast forward now to this particular instance with President Trump. Obviously, at the center of this is his call with the uh, Ukrainian leader Zelensky. Uh, there's been allegations that there was a quid pro quo where the president uh, indicated that uh, we would uh, definitely uh, assist your country with these uh, with these defense missiles if indeed you look into this uh, situation with uh, Joe Biden's son. Uh, the transcript came out. The president didn't explicitly uh, convey a quid pro quo, but the Democrats felt that there was enough. Well, in fact, they before the transcript even came out, they felt there was enough there to to go ahead and impeach. Uh, I guess what is at the center of their uh, specific complaint? Because uh, given the situation with uh, uh, Intel Committee Chair Adam Schiff, it seems that one is kind of on shaky ground, John Malcolm. Yeah, so first of all, it was not a verbatim transcript, which is kind of important. Sure. There was no recording, at least there's been no recording that's been released. I'm not sure even one exists. These were recordations of people who were on the call who then compared notes and drafted up notes, okay. uh, reconstructing the conversation. So the Democrats believe that... So, there are certain things that are indisputable. Congress had approved $391 million in military assistance to Ukraine. The president had held up that uh, assistance. He had his conversation with, with President Vladimir Zelensky. He mentioned a couple of investigations. One was the investigation that Attorney General Barr had just undertaken into the origins of the, campaign, uh, of the investigation against the Trump campaign. And he also mentioned Joe and Hunter Biden. The Democrats are saying that there was a quid pro quo, that he basically said, I'm not going to give you the $391 million in pre-approved aid unless and until you give me dirt on my main 
political rival. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are coming and saying, you know, look, there was no quid pro quo. This was a corruption matter. Uh, It's fair game. And oh, by the way, this conversation took place before Joe Biden was a formal uh, candidate. We'll see how it all comes out. There doesn't necessarily need to be an explicit quid pro quo. Their theory on this is that there could be a theory of criminality that this would constitute a thing of value from a foreign government and hence an illegal campaign contribution. But really what they're more saying is this was a gross abuse of office. You were using the levers of power to advance yourself personally against a political rival at the expense of the interests of the nation. And so we'll see how it plays out. They have definitely announced an impeachment inquiry. They are marching down this road. As I just said, it only takes a majority of the House of Representatives to approve articles of impeachment. The Democrats have a substantial majority uh, in the House, so I actually think it's fairly likely he will be impeached. But then once it moves over to the Senate, uh, getting at least 20 Republicans to cross the line to vote to convict, I have a hard time seeing it based on the evidence as it's been presented to date. But of course, we're at the beginning of this process, not at the end. And obviously, and something that you pointed out in your your latest piece about this uh, being a a, a game of political high-stakes poker is... People seem to be conflating a lot of conversations that he's had from foreign leaders. One example, of course, is the Australian uh, prime minister about a completely separate probe that they want to lump that in there, too. And, and, and John Malcolm, uh, some of these conversations don't quite meet the, the threshold of impeachment. So you, can you kind of draw the distinctions on what is uh, what, what in the I guess in the eyes of the, of the House would be permitted the kind of conversations to have with a leader as far as investigating uh, uh, corruption and and maybe what would be uh, beyond the pale. Well, the Democrats are now trying to conflate all of these calls and basically saying that a president's request to ask any foreign government official to cooperate in any kind of a U.S. criminal probe is somehow improper. And, And that is just not true. So there was a call with the Australian prime minister. By all accounts, the president requested that prime minister's cooperation to the extent to which they have any information in Bill Barr's inquiry into the origins of the so-called Russian collusion uh, investigation. That has nothing to do with Joe and you know Joe Biden and the business dealings of his son, Hunter. And to my mind, there is absolutely nothing improper with the president of the United States seeking cooperation with our Department of Justice uh, from a foreign leader. One could argue that it would be better handled directly by Attorney General Barr and that the White House should leave that uh, to the Justice Department, you know, maybe, maybe so, maybe not. But there is certainly nothing improper with asking cooperation from a foreign government to assist the Department of Justice. If you were talking about asking for cooperation to dig up dirt on a political rival, that might be a different story. But an investigation to the origins of what was referred to as Operation Crossfire Hurricane, that was the investigation to the Trump campaign for possible collusion with the Russians to interfere in our 2016 election. That's all fair game, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the Democrats are now trying to make any pressure put by the president on any foreign leader with respect to any criminal uh, investigation is somehow improper. Certainly uh, a situation like this, uh, there, there, there's obviously a lot of uh, uh, political undertones to it. I mean, you, one would argue it's, it's sheerly political in what they're, what they're doing to President Trump. But uh, And again, I, I, I don't know how closely you, you observe uh, this particular aspect of it, John Malcolm, but uh, I almost wonder if some of the Democrat presidential candidates, given that Joe Biden was the immediate front-runner once he entered the presidential race, if they're almost okay with the fact that he's collateral damage in all this, because despite the conversation that the president, whether it was appropriate or not, had with the Ukrainian leader, it has uncovered some 
pretty damning uh, things t- toward Joe Biden and his son's uh, business dealings, John Malcolm. Yeah, no, that's that is certainly true. I mean, Vice President, former Vice President Biden certainly has time to recover. He's hardly dead in the water. He wrote an op-ed uh, defending himself in today's Washington Post. He's still at or near the top of most polls uh, that right. are coming out in terms of the Democratic primary, but there's no question he had a commanding lead, which has now pretty much evaporated, and there's a lot more money pouring into Elizabeth Warren's yep. campaign. And there's no question that right after this all happened, she wasn't excusing anything Donald Trump did, but she, Elizabeth Warren came out and said, well, let me be clear, I would never let any of my relatives uh, get cushy foreign contracts, uh, you know, or let my vice president's kids right. get cushy foreign contracts if I was president, uh, a very, very clear reference to Joe and, uh, and Hunter Biden. So this has certainly shaking things up in all kinds of ways with respect to the Democratic nomination and ultimately who will be the elect, you know, elected president uh, in 2020. And, and, you know, I have no idea how this is all going to play out. So just uh, kind of uh, looking ahead with the uh, articles of impeachment being drawn up and then ultimately uh, a vote that will might come down in the House, as you alluded to, do you have... John Malcolm, any uh, speculation as to time frame is when this vote will take place and then uh, when it would subsequently go to trial in the Senate and how that would uh, take place? Because I have a feeling it would probably bleed into 2020. And that, I, I mean, not to under, I, certainly not understating it, would have a significant impact on the presidential race. So any idea of what the time frames we're dealing with here? Yeah, so I actually thought originally that the House would try to drag this out as long as possible to just muddy up the president and say, well, you know, look, we may or may not impeach him, but we think he's clearly a crook. You should, too. And I thought they were going to drag this well into 2020. But you're hearing the exact opposite. In fact, what you're hearing uh, is that the House is hoping to take a vote by Thanksgiving, if not certainly by Christmas, and that the Senate is assuming that there is going to be an impeachment coming. And they are already preparing for how they would conduct trial. There was the original question of if they would conduct a trial or whether they would dismiss it out of hand. Mitch McConnell has said, no, if they send over a referral, we will conduct a trial. But how they choose to conduct that trial is totally up to them. All the Constitution says about that is that if there is a trial in the Senate uh, of the president, that the Chief Justice of the United States, so John Roberts, would preside over that trial, just as William Rehnquist did over the Clinton trial. Right. Judge, that judge has very, very little role to play in that impeachment proceeding, and it is totally up to the Senate to decide whether they're going to have live witnesses, depositions, just summary testimony, and whether they'll drag out and have an extended full trial, or whether they'll do the thing in a day or two and have done with it. Once again, we've been honored to be joined by John Malcolm of the Heritage Foundation, wrote a terrific piece at the Federalist Society. You can look that up, Impeaching Donald Trump, a game of political high-stakes poker. Uh, this will uh, looks to be, for the foreseeable future, to be the uh, lead story pretty much every news show and every newspaper. Uh, John Malcolm, appreciate the time today, sir. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great rest of the weekend. My pleasure. Great to be with you. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment on the broadcast coming up. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. 
What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free, and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there, as you grow, protecting you and those you love. And we are there, as you start your next chapter. We are with you through life's journey. We are Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, Cam Twelve Eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. As I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, you can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station AM fourteen forty, the Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show. Saturdays nine to eleven a.m. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriot. He's the headliner edition, heard Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer, closing out weekends Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. right here on AM 1280, of course. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And clearly, you're a big Beverly Hills Cop fan. How could you not be? I, I was, being, yeah. Eddie Murphy was uh, he was uh, he was the thing in the, in the Judge early, Reinhold was awesome too in the early to mid 80s. Oh yeah, I, I, I became a big fan of Judge after that. Uh, uh, there was a um, 
the one movie he was in with uh, Bat- was it Ruthless People, where he and his uh, the ga- the gal who actress played his wife, they were kidnappers. Uh, they kidnapped Bette Midler and hmm. for a ransom, and uh, his husband the husband wouldn't pay up, mm-hmm. and hmm. they kept reducing it because Bette Midler was so insufferable. So I guess it was typecasting, but on bum. Interesting. And uh, they kept lowering the ransom. Okay, we'll give her back for this much, and he, the husband wouldn't take the deal. So yeah. I think it was Ruthless People was the name okay. of the uh, movie. So. See, I grew up with the Eddie Murphy, not as the comedian uh, as you uh, have, because uh, Raw uh, is one of the, by the way, that was a good one. Uh, Raw is one of the best stand-up specials of all time. But he's now like, disavowing it. Did you see that? What was that? Eddie Murphy's disavowing Raw. because he he's, he's embarrassed by it. Because of oh. what Dave Chappelle did? Well, uh, no, because he's like, I was going through a tough time in my life, was heartbroken, now I cringe when I watch it, because Oh, it was I mean, some. Okay. It was some pretty. Well, it was raw, just as yeah. the title would yeah. uh, assume. Yes. Yeah. Because like I grew up with Eddie Murphy movies, like Haunted Mansion, Daddy Daycare, Norbit. I'm sorry. I, I know it's. Uh, I, I I didn't grow up in the right era for Eddie Murphy, at Although least he, to enjoy his peak. He did make a comeback. Uh, what was the name of the Jennifer Hudson movie where he got an Oscar nominee for Best Supporting Actor? I forget the name of the movie. No idea. Um, but he, so he has made somewhat of a comeback. I was disappointed because he was on the uh, inside the actor studio, and uh, he he didn't he didn't have his laugh anymore. He he kind of did the. <laughs> really, I was waiting for the. <laughs> but no. like recently, uh, it was a few years ago. He was on okay. inside the actor studio, and I I don't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, he just um, didn't have that laugh anymore. But, of course, his his brother, Charlie Murphy, with Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood oh, Stories oh, on Chappelle. The best. Oh, that The one, one about good. Prince is just the best. Yeah. He's just like, uh, I, 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 nah, I, I was going to start reciting some lines for it. It's like, I don't think I can really say anything of him. Any of you boys care for a flapjack? Yeah. <laughs> Ask yourself in the waters like, of Lake Minnetonka, well, which you might not want to do right now. One, nope. because it's cold, and two, you might get some kind of... Speaking, sickness or something. Speaking of Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 has been announced. Oh, boy. Yeah, so there you go. I okay. never saw three. It looked dreadful. Uh, Dreamgirls, that was the... Uh, oh, okay. Back in 2006. Gotcha. It was a Jennifer Hudson movie. I think he got a, a nominee for uh, Best Supporting Actor, so there you go. But, uh, yeah, I remember Charlie Murphy talking about it. Bad. That was back in the day where, you know, all these dudes that look like chicks, you know, they had an androgynous look, and, they were, and it's like, you know, they had that look like Prince had, and and they were getting all the chicks, man. You know, so yeah, those guys were at the club, and then when he came out to ball on the basketball court, those guys were still wearing the same clothes they were wearing at the club. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah, so I miss the Chappelle show. Oh, how could you not? I I still got my wife and I are going to watch the Netflix special. The yeah, I saw the first like fifteen yet. minutes of it, and it's intense. Um, oh, I'm sure. Let's just say the comments he made about Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin were pretty like uh, a little jaw dropping. But that that's the whole point of the specials. Like the whole point of it is like I am trying to push outrage culture as far as i possibly can yeah and he kind of did it in a brilliant way yeah well and, and you know kudos to him it wouldn't be my tactic for doing that certainly um but you know the, and and that's t- but here's the thing this wouldn't be something that would be my cup of tea this kind of comedy special but because you've got the because it hits back at the woke culture you know the cancel culture mm-hmm. they're calling it yeah, of course. It's just going to drive people to it, right? So, um, yeah, this this is it's kind of in a way it's kind of become its own counterculture, which is good. And, and, and I've said it a hundred times on the show: the only way to uh, to defeat bad speech is more speech. You know, I, instead of just 
trying to silence everybody. And and by the way, if you didn't listen to Mitch's show yesterday, he did a great job talking about uh, some, I believe it was some New York Times writer decrying the First Amendment, saying that people are using the First Amendment as a cop-out to say whatever they want. So the Constitution, in other words. So listen to, listen to Mitch's show yesterday, particularly the first hour. It was terrific how he was satirizing the guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about that very thing. Well, uh, we have a couple of minutes left. Uh, I do want to, um, again, thank all our Patriot listeners for uh, tuning into the broadcast and for your support of this station. And again, uh, kudos to those of you who contributed to buying VIP dinner tickets to the War for America Soul Tour. That, of course, Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, two national Salem communications personalities are going to be in town Tuesday, October 22nd, the VIP dinner is completely sold out. The Prager table, the Elder table, the Narn table, and all the other tables, completely sold out. So go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner for the War for America's Soul, and get your tickets today. There's still some preferred seating left. Not much, but there is still some preferred seating left as well as some general admission. Because again, hearing Dennis Prager and Larry Elder talk, that's the main event. The dinner is fantastic. That's, like I said in the first hour, that's like the ice cream atop the cake. But the cake is still available to you, i.e. the seating, to hear Larry Elder and Dennis Prager. And again, kudos to you listeners. You guys are so awesome supporting us like this and coming out to these events. And that's why we keep having these events, because of you, the listeners, coming out and attending these events. And people are thinking, well, wait a minute, I would have loved to go on the VIP dinner. And it's sold out already a month, uh, three weeks or two and a half weeks ahead of the event? How did that happen? Well, ensure it never happens again by becoming a member of the Patriot Fan Club. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com to find out more information about that. Uh, Folks, as always, I've enjoyed the time. Thank you for tuning in. AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Godspeed, my friends. Skull Vikings, and have a blessed week. Let you out into the world Closing time Paid, non-attorney spokesperson. Pierce Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas, is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800-705-2717. Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-705-2717. That's 800-705-2717. 800-705-2717. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We're Minnesota-based. Well, in some ways, we are David against Goliath. We have to work harder. Often, we're going against international corporations. These are major, large corporations, and we have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. I think we offer a sense of appreciation. We find that good customer service in a small neighborhood environment works pretty well with us and that's our focus we treat our people well and we hope that that carries over to the customer we want you to come in check out our stores find where we're at on the map 
Mention you heard us on the radio, you'll get any size, fountain or coffee drink free. Our hope is to earn your business so you can make Lucky's your landmark for convenience and service. Now there's a Lucky's station near you. Find them online at luckystations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280, The Patriot. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. 